What up, what up, what up? We are back. This is Taste Test Podcast. Your gracious host, Jonathan. And if you're new here, Taste Test Podcast, we can be found on Instagram, Twitter, at Taste Test Podcast. Oh, well, on Twitter, Taste Test Pod, on Instagram and Facebook, Taste Test Podcast. And then uh, we're found anywhere. Where podcasts are shared, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, etc etc you can find us so please like and share like share subscribe if this is your first time listening and for this particular episode i'm getting into my mid-year album review i know uh maybe a little bit late but hey life caught up with me don't 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 shun me look <clears throat> i'm here now Back in the building, ready to give my top 10 album reviews. I split it up into hip-hop and R&B. Um, this year, I'm not going to do the songs. Didn't really feel like it was a whole bunch of songs that really stuck for me this year. So I'm not doing the songs or videos for that matter this year. But I will be doing the albums. So I'm going to start off with R&B albums. I'm going to give my honorable mentions. Get these three honorable mentions out the way right now. First album is called Swerve.5 by IMDDB. And really, these three honorable mentions could have made it in if I listened to them more. Because there was a lot of close ties, especially once I got towards the, uh, you know, 6 through 10 of my top 10 albums so swerve 0.5 by imddb i just discovered this artist this year checked out a project uh liked it uh just didn't return to it so um yeah some other albums i returned to more apollo uh the next album is called apollo uh xxi by uh steve lacy same with this deal listen to it once liked it and my last one is 1123 by BJ the Chicago Kid. I just got one listen in. I enjoyed it. Didn't really feel like I was, you know, too high or too low on it. It was just kind of meh. But I thought it was good enough. So it made it into my honorable mentions. So let's go with my top 10 album, R&B mid-year album so far before the close of this 2019 year i'm gonna start at 10 and go all the way up to one at 10 we got while we wait by kalani uh this one dropped near the beginning of this year really enjoyed what i got to hear from her i must say i didn't return to it as much as the year went on so that's why it's at number 10 number two is lucky day 
Uh, I actually just started listening to this project, and I think this project came out towards the beginning or middle part of this year. But I really did enjoy what I heard. I've been hearing this guy, Lucky Day, several times in my like my playlist or whatever. And um, yeah, just I like his singles. I just never listened to a project of his until recently. I did really enjoy what I did have to hear from him. Uh, so that's my number nine. Number eight album of the year is called Cause I Love You by Lizzo. A lot of people have been uh, talking about her, how amazing of a singer. And uh, uh, she also plays uh, the flute, I believe, and she raps. I was hearing a lot about her. And I got around to listen to her 11-track album. I must say she she lived up to most of the hype that I was hearing. Um I like her singing for the most part. Rapping, not so sold on it totally, but uh, she's an amazing artist. And like I said, she can play an instrument as well. Uh, so, yeah, really enjoyed this album. That was Cause I Love You at my eighth spot. Number seven spot, I got an album by Snow Allegra. I think it's her debut album. It's called Uh, Those Feelings Again. And... I think the album, for the most part, being a 14-track album, it lives up to the title uh, of this album. It's definitely about being in your feelings. It got me in my feelings, so <laughs> I think she deserved to be on my top 10 album. She got me in the feels. So that's my seventh spot. At number six, I got Case Study 101 by Daniel Caesar. Um, for This was his sophomore album. I enjoyed it. It's not as good as his debut album that I heard. I think that came out either last year or was that 2017? I can't remember. But I really, I really enjoyed this for the most part. Um, like when I did my review for this album a few months ago for Daniel, I wanted, you know, see him challenge himself a little bit more vocally, trying to push his voice you know, vocally, even more, I like, uh, you know, uh, the beats and the instrumentation he uses his voice on, I just want to kind of have him challenge himself vocally now, see how far he can push his vocal range and whatnot, <clears throat> so that's number six, and number five, I got Shea Butter Baby by Ari Lennox, um, very, 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 very good debut album by this lady i've been waiting on her to drop this debut for a little minute and she didn't disappoint me uh thoroughly enjoyed it um yeah she has a very unique voice that's a plus for her and she's with the dreamville label so i think that's gonna do well for her if she goes for it uh that's my number five and then the number four is actually an album i'm not too sure I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it. Um, I'm guessing he's kind of under radar artist, artist by name of Devin Morrison. His album is called Bussin'. And man, <clears throat> I think this album just probably just came right on time for me. It's a, I call it a, a kind of a grown man album. It's just real silky smooth. 
talking about grown men, you know, stuff like for real, uh, dealing with breakups, bettering yourself, et cetera, et cetera, on this album. And I just like the vibe of this album. It's real chill, it's easy to listen to. Um, put it on the background, you can play it, you know, when you're driving around. You just, you know, play it when you're at work. If you, you know, pop some earphones or headphones on, it just really relaxes me. I just like the overall feeling whenever I put this album on. It's never a bad time for me to put this album on, I feel like. At number three, I got an album called Ventura by Anderson Pack. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this album as well. Um, I don't know what more to say. Anderson, he's so, he's just got this different, you know, something different about him, a uniqueness about him that's always alluring to me. Uh, I can't really express it. I just like him as a singer, a rapper, uh, playing instruments, wonderful musician, I believe, um, yeah, I just like he's got charisma. You know, it's he's a jack of all trades really when it comes to this music stuff. Um I really don't know what else to look forward to him going forward. I I, I definitely listen to whatever he has next. I really enjoyed this album though. Um goes from smooth to upbeat to, you know, chill, relaxed. Just a wave of your different emotions you can get. Um, and he was actually outdone by this other creative artist by the name of Tyler, the creative at my number two spot, his album called Igor. Now, I was debating if I should put this into hip hop or RB, but as a like I was doing my review. I was saying, like, he doesn't rap a whole lot on the album. Now, you know, listening to it a little bit more, and I was like, yeah, he's kind of more singing, even though he's not crazy singer. It's, it's not really a rap album for me personally. He raps in certain areas in this album, but not really consistently enough for me to call it a rap album. Some people may, um, this is like saying, similar feeling I get when I you know not as far as in style but just the fact that they're not rapping on the album even though they're rappers you know known for rapping but they're you know seeing was Lauren Hill with her you know classic album Mr. Educational Lauren Hill she wasn't singing you know I mean she was singing a lot more than she was rapping on the actual album so it was just like is this a rap album or is this an R&B album who cares because the music was dope and that's what I'm getting to this album man I didn't know I didn't think I was wondering I was like can Tyler outdo his last project Flower Boy which was my favorite album until this album dropped so now I'm going back and forth on which album I like more but uh, Igor, man, love it. It goes through all the feelings that you you have when you're in a relationship, then you break up, and then trying to move past that situation. So 
I mean, he sealed it with that 12 track album he dropped this year. So that was my number two. And number one, <clears throat> I have Solange album when i get home and i don't know here's the thing i'm not sure if a lot of people may consider this to be the best album this year but for me personally my life journey in my life so far especially with this year the stuff i you know i've been into and you know situations i've been in this year relationships I've, you know, had, um, this album for me was the weirdest, most satisfying, (laughs) confusing, but yet simplistic, yet satisfying album I've heard all this year. Every time, you know, the first time I hear it, I'm just like, bro, what the fuck am I listening to? (laughs) That was my reaction the first time I I heard it. It wasn't like the what the fuck, like, this is trash. It was just like, I don't understand. And the more I listen, the more I began to like it even more. And um, this, this album was just, for me, very spiritually uplifting and challenging me every time I listen to it um uh I love what Solange did with this album um as far as you know encouraging when you're in a low spot you you encourage yourself out of that spot with setting your intentions within yourself accepting yourself for who you are all of you and setting a plan in motion to achieve whatever you put your mind to. And I think this album, if you're in that headspace in your life, this album can do it for you. It's like a weird, uplifting Alice in the World, Alice in Wonderland trip of an album. If I could describe it, that's the feeling every time I get it. (laughs) So that is my number one album. Uh, for R&B albums of the mid-year 2019. So let's move on. We're moving on to our rap album projects of the mid-year. And I'm going to get out the honorable mentions. Let's go. The Plugs I Met by Benny the Butcher. Did make it because it's... I'm not sure if it's a full project. It's like an EP so that's why I really did enjoy it though. The five tracks that I got, I really did enjoy it. Next, Perfect 10 by DJ Mustard. Very hype album. And then the closeout track uh, featuring Nipsey Hussle. Very inspiring, uplifting. Love that. Anger Management is next on the list by Rico Nasty. It's up and coming artist. I think she. She's one of these younger artists that got next, just like Megan Thee Stallion, The Baby, YBN Cardi. Um, I think she she has huge potential. Enjoy this. I just didn't listen to it as much as these other rap albums, but I, what I heard, like she has this, she has this rock star 
kind of vibe to her. It's very eccentric. But if you're into that kind of stuff, I think she has something to offer to you if you check her out for sure. And then next, I got Fever by Megan Thee Stallion. One more kind of say who's having more of a hotter summer than her, really. <laughs> um, I'm not particularly like super crazy on like most of her music that she puts out, but I can't deny the fact that she is talented. That's for damn sure. Um, I. I enjoyed Fever. I didn't like it as much as the, uh, what was it, her project before that. It was called Tina Snow or Tina Show. Uh, I liked that one a little bit more than Fever, but it wasn't bad. Next, I got Brandon Banks by Max O'Cream. This one could have made it into my top 10. I just only listened to it like halfway through. Uh, no, like I listened to it all the way through once. So I can't really say if I, I want to put it in my top 10 off of one listen. I did enjoy what I did here. Next, uh, actually two uh, projects is by St. Louis artists. You know, I had to shout out my St. Louis artists, especially those really talented ones. Uh, it's by KB, the writer. First project is called Love Sucks. And then the other one is called The Ratchet Tape. And just enjoyed these two projects, the you know, how she was able to switch up, you know, subject matter on both of these projects. One is about having, you know, the quote unquote hot girl summer. And then the other one is about, um, you know, dealing with a breakup and whatnot. So those are my honorable mentions. Let's move into the top 10 list. And number 10, I have Crit is here by Big Crit. <clears throat> this album was teetering on making my honorable mentions because I must admit I was slightly let down by Big Crit on this album. I was expecting a little bit more, even you know, off of his project before this one, which was um, I'm losing my mind here. Uh, Forever is a, a mighty long time. Uh, I was so blown away by that double disc album. And I was like, man, he's about to nail this, especially, you know, this is his first project where he's, you know, independent artist. Now he's not under, you know, indie uh, record label outside, you know, except, you know, he's under his own management and everything now. I thought, you know, I don't know, maybe I was expecting a little bit too much and then when it didn't give me that. I was a little disappointed, but it's not a bad album. I don't think. Um, I definitely say go check it out. So that's my number 10. And number nine, this album is called Everything's for Sale by Boogie. Uh, really enjoyed this album. Um, the only issue I have with it is a little bit the the feel of the album is a little samey with the uh, instrumentation and beat selections. That's the only thing it kind of gets a little samey, but you know, I like his subject matter, what he was talking about on here. And yeah, he's, he's a pretty good storyteller and, you know, overall artist. So I enjoyed that. And number eight is called Mr. Midnight by Larry June. Um, this album, I just love it because I can play it during the summertime it's perfect 
for me when I'm driving around, windows down, sunroof back. Um, it's just a real smooth album, real laid back. Um, he's not <laughs> the most lyrical rapper. And I don't really care because the beats he chooses to rap over are just, you know, perfect for, you know, him as an artist. I say, please go check him out. Just play this, especially if you have a nice sound system in your car. Play this album. Let the windows down, you know, before the summer is over. <laughs> go go check this album out. Number seven, I have Crash Talk by Schoolboy Q. I know those of you who heard my review on this album, I was a little let down, kind of similar how I was with Big Crit's album, but it's just, like I said, it's not a bad album. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be, so that kind of messes up my experience with an album sometimes, and that was the case with this album. Enjoyed it, and in one particular song uh, was that Water. I can't stop playing that song. I've been playing that throughout this whole year so far, so... Like I said, I, I definitely had takeaway uh, tracks on this album that I still play now, it, you know. So that is at my seventh spot at number six, Diaspora by Gold Link. Uh, if you heard my review, I, I talked very highly about this album. Really like the vibe. This is another album I could play windows down in the summertime. Just let that mug go. For real, I don't have no real issues with this it's just um i guess the uh other five albums ahead of it just uh creatively and i think uh you know rapping ability wise i, I feel like other rappers just kind of outdig outgoing but you know on a creative level and just a well packaged together album gold link deserves to be in the top 10 which is why he's at my number six at number five i got rapper go to the league by two chains this album may be this could probably be as far as rapping this may be his best album you know depending on what kind of two chains uh you like you know what kind of style of two chains you you enjoy the most i like i kind of like serious two chains and he got like real serious on this album for the most part um talked about you know you know, uh, growing up, his, you know, beginnings, being a drug dealer and whatnot, uh, finally putting that lifestyle away and then digging deep into being a rapper. Um, and then he also talked about the injustices with the NCAA, with their players, and we don't really need to get into that because a lot of people know about that subject already. And he, I think he did a kind of pretty good job at discussing that and, you know shedding more light on that subject so that's my number five album number four we got the revenge of the dreamers three by dreamville now i know this may be a little unfair because there's so many different artists on here it's kind of but then again you could say you could just as easily mess it up with having that many artists on there you know it could be a dud of an album you know if the chemistry isn't there between all these different artists so i gotta salute them on that and it was just so many tracks on this album that i took away and really enjoyed um 
shout out to Dream Bill. They, I feel like they nailed it for the most part on this album. It was only maybe two or three songs I felt like they could have took off. But outside of that, they did they did that thing. Uh, so yeah, that's my number four and number three. Uh, YBN Corday's debut album called The Lost Boy. Um, this was a very good introduction for me because I never really heard much of YBN Corday um, outside of his Double XL Freshman Cipher that he was a part of. I was like, when I heard him, I was like, dang, this dude can rap. But I was like, okay, I mean, <laughs> heard a lot of dudes that can rap but don't know how to put together a good album. And when I put this mug on, I was thoroughly impressed. I was like, he's, he's only 21. So I'm interested to see how far he can go with his career. Yeah, solid rapper, you know. Um, he has a good ear for beats, I can hear as well. So, and then he had a lot of like big features on here with uh, Anderson Pack, Meek Mill. Um, I think J. Cole produced the beat for him on this album as well. So, yeah, he seems to be very well connected in the industry with other artists. So, I think the sky may be the limit for him. Uh, but yeah, go check out The Lost Boy. It's a good coming to age uh, album, I feel like. Um, and it's definitely uplifting. So, go check that one out. And number two, I got Bandana by Freddie Gibbs and the producer Mad Lib. Um... Yeah, just if you a traditional, you know, rap friend, uh, fan, I should say, hip hop fan, I think you're going to enjoy this album. If you're not into just, you know, you know, bars, you know, you know, lyrical stuff and um, solid, you know, old, uh, I wouldn't say old school, but it's kind of, um, it, how can I say? It's not the um, it's not current production on here, but I'm I'm into it, so I really enjoyed the album. So, Bandana by Freddie Gibbs. Um, I really enjoyed this, and the features on here, all his features on the album, hit. I had no issue with. Really, any of this album, I could just turn it on and let it play, like for real. Um, it may be one or two songs that I don't really care for, but I, they're not like automatic skips. So, and then at number one, I have Denzel Curry's album called Zoo. This album doesn't overstay his welcome because it's i believe only 10 or 11 songs and one of those songs is actually a skit so it's really not that long of an album it doesn't overstay his welcome it gets in gets out i love it i play it when i'm riding around when i'm at work when i go to the gym because it gets me hype as well um solid 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 album just like the album i believe he dropped last year um 
Um, I don't know what more to say. Uh, this is my favorite album of 2019 so far. Uh, I think Denzel he pretty much was able to um, capture, you know, the feel of um, you know South Florida or whatever. He got the vibe of that. His features was on point as well. He raps with such an aggression. You know, I think he, he has kind of peeled it back a little bit. You know, that was kind of deterrent when I first discovered uh, Denzel. He was rapping so aggressive that it kind of turned me off. I think he's found a nice middle ground now. He's he, I think he's figured out how to crap uh, not just an album, but, you know, potential hit songs on here um, and his hooks. I think that's really what it is. The hooks he puts on his songs are so well crafted, so catchy to me. Um, yeah, and I feel like he was deserving of the number one spot. So that is my mid-year review for the year of 2019 for R&B and hip hop. And again, this is Taste S Podcast. And if you're listening for the first time, please like and share, share and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, rate us, review us, leave comments, uh, follow us on social media, IG, Twitter, Facebook, Taste Test Podcast, and Taste Test Pod on Twitter. Um, find us anywhere where podcasts are shared. It's Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Um, Spotify, um, yeah, please go like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, and until next time, we are out, bye-bye.